Inside Chicago Government. ShyGov.com. Welcome to another in a series of interviews about and sounds of Chicago government. I'm Dave Gloetz. In this episode, we'll listen to members of the city council speak to and question each other at the May meeting of the council. All this we'll hear in the context of an interview with me by the host of The Ben Jarofsky Show. Here's the episode. All right, take us through some of the highlights of the last city council meeting. Well, that one was on May 20th, and it went on for about three hours, and I have some audio from that meeting. This particular episode was interesting to me because it exposes a way that the council has worked in the past that I think is somewhat <laughs> dysfunctional, but not a lot of people know about. This starts right after Alderman Riley gave his initial pitch for the Tribune Tower development. And the first person to ask a question about it was Alderman Daniel Espada of the First Ward. And he asked about affordable housing, which set up a uh, sort of procedural exchange. Let's listen. The chair recognizes uh, Alderman Espada. Thank you, Chair. Alderman Riley, definitely a beautiful building. I think it's an admirable addition to our skyline. You were talking about the contribution that they made to the Affordable Housing Trust Fund. And while we know we need to keep the trust fund moving forward. Do you have a sense of why they chose not to do units on site? Madam President, point of order. Who's speaking, please? Alderman Hopkins on a point of order. Yes, uh, Alderman. I do just want to state as a, a matter of record that we do have a council protocol which prohibits the city council from turning into a question and answer session as a committee hearing would. And uh, we uh, seem to push that just a little bit during the previous debate. Uh, I just want to point out that uh, that is a slippery slope. And I would hope we would all be cognizant of that going forward, that the uh, time for question and answers uh, is the zoning committee in this case. Uh, and that would we would all be cognizant that council is uh, reserved for statements and roll call votes. Before we adjourn, I do want to note one thing. As you know, in the virtual environment in which we are operating, we are endeavoring not to have committee meetings overlapping. So if there are matters of interest, the agendas for the committees posted well in advance, even if you're not on the committee, please avail yourself of the opportunity to participate so that when it comes time to vote on a matter that you are not a part of a committee on, You'll be fully advised in the particulars to allow you to vote one way or the other. <laughs> ben, you might say, shut up and vote, right? <laughs> no matter city. <laughs> I, love my, I love my city, man. I could have lived anywhere, Dave. 19, I could have lived anywhere. I chose to come here. Shut this up. Is Too not much the democracy. Time. <laughs> this is not the time to ask questions. Uh, okay. uh, just a little bit of background that, you know, Alderman Laspada, this is his first term. He's a so-called freshman alderman. He's never held public office. His uh, sort of chastiser, Alderman Brian Hopkins of the second ward, is in his second term, but he is a longtime government employee. Before he was an alderman, he was the uh, chief of staff for Cook County Commissioner, Cook County Board Commissioner John Daly, the brother of the longtime mayor. And it's interesting to listen to Mayor Lightfoot tacitly agree with Hopkins' premise which is that the council meeting is not the time for questions and answers. It's a slippery slope if we go there. I know. We might get more answers. A slippery <laughs> slope. <laughs> 
Oh, we might have an enlightened citizenry. Don't want that. Just shut up and vote. All right, Lespana? Good God. <laughs> Please tell me Raylo got up. Raymond Lopez. No, there were a number of aldermen who asked questions once the uh, once Lespana opened the floodgates. Oh. But Lightfoot's remark was there at the end. She made the, the remark at the end of the city council meeting saying, listen, y'all. If you want to, you can go to the committee meetings, which are the forums for questions, which leads into an interesting detail. Those of us who have covered city council at all know that pre-pandemic, the committee meetings like finance or housing or budget or economic development, they are scheduled in the weeks in between city council meetings, which have generally been monthly. And quite often in the past, the committees schedule their meetings, their hearings simultaneously. So there'll be a 10 o'clock meeting of the budget committee on a Thursday. And then at 11, there'll be an economic development or a public safety meeting. So if Alderman actually sits on both of those committees, they've got to decide which one of these am I going to go to? Same thing with reporters. So one of the things that Lightfoot said, she said, we are now making an effort. We, even though she's not part of the legislature, said we are now making an effort not to have simultaneous city council committee meetings. So presumably the chairs decided when to have the meetings at their own convenience. And it could be argued that that doesn't serve the public interest because not only can't aldermen go to meetings happening at the same time, but neither could the public. But now someone has decided that they shouldn't do it. It really invites the question, how and why did that come about? I would say as a general statement, how do I want to put this? Transparent. Isn't that the word they use? Isn't that their favorite word? We're going to be more transparent. More transparency is always encouraged. So the notion that somehow or other, the rookie alderman from the first ward, La Spada, violated some sacred city council rule regulation or protocol that had the veteran Brian Hopkins just to move to the point where he had to say point of order, you know, and then also a rookie, by the way, the rookie mayor, Lori Lightfoot, suddenly a student of Robert Rules of Order pointing out, yeah, you're right. You know, this is not the place where you get to ask your questions. What if the public missed the committee hearing? At least we have to pretend as though the public is watching. You know what I mean? You Let's just pretend, Brian Hopkins. Can you just play along with this a little bit? And so that maybe the public missed the budget hearing. So they didn't hear the question, a very good legitimate question asked. They didn't hear the response. This is so classic Chicago alderman. They do this all the time. And they've just fed each other these misconceptions, distortions, and lies for so long. They just want the rest of us to fall in line. That's all we've got for this episode. Listeners, as always, we welcome your questions, comments, and suggestions. You know you can always get those to us via email. Write to us at contact at shygov.com. That's C-H-I-G-O-V dot com. You can get to us on Twitter via at C-H-I-G-O-V-T and via Facebook at facebook.com slash insidegov. That's inside G-O-V. I'm Dave Glowetz. Thanks for listening.